And he is joined with some friends up north, including Dr. Kristen Lyerly, who's back from God knows where. She's she's our favorite jet setter. <laughs> and Kirk Bankstead of the Monaco Brewing Company Super Pack, who we always know where he is. He is wherever one goes to make trouble. Uh, and <laughs> you'll notice that like every other Wednesday, oh. the, the Up North News coffee mug has now been replaced by a Coke Zero, so I can try to keep up with Kirk. Not that there's enough Adderall in the world that would enable me to do that, but I try. How are you, friends? So good. So good to be back together with you guys. You Well, since we gathered in, in my kitchen just seven days ago, Kristen, mm -hmm. you have been every, everything but elected Speaker of the House for all the time you spent <laughs> in Washington, D.C. I did see the Speaker of the House's office, though, when we did a U.S. Capitol tour. And... We bumped into uh, Sergeant Dunn, who you might know as one of the four police officers who testified in the January 6th hearings. Yeah. But you just bumped into him or was he like meeting with you to talk about like stuff? Like, how did you just bump into this guy? He's famous now. We're at the U.S. Capitol and that's where he works. But also we had, so I had gone in the spring and I had met another, so my partner is a police officer. So I love to walk up to police officers and say, thank you for what you're doing and just chat with them. And I was chatting with one of the US police officers, the Capitol police officers, and he offered us a behind the scenes tour well, unfortunately, it wasn't, we weren't able to work it out, but my partner had brought like a patch and a coin to trade. And so while we were there doing our regular tour, we saw Sergeant Dunn and we were so excited because to me, he is an incredible hero. He really, in this culture of police, he really put himself out there to do what he knew was the right thing. And But we saw him just kind of like a glancing blow. But then as we were leaving, he was actually stationed at the door. So it was fate. So we got to <laughs> shake his hand and say thank you. He told us a few really compelling things about how he's received death threats mm -hmm. and how some of the legislators that he protects have said to him personally, thank you for what you're doing. But then they turn around and they vote against his best interests it's and how painful that is to him. From the law and order crowd, you know, all, all about supporting law enforcement and backing the badge. And it's all empty. It's it's people that would rather choose treason over reason, which takes us to what mm -hmm. Mr. Bankstead's been up to most recently, <laughs> which would be some super packed billboards going up uh, across the uh, northern part of the state that say, choose reason over treason. And you were able to put up one extra billboard just because of uh, <laughs> one special hater out this there. This is so great. Yeah. I mean, this just all ha unfolded over the last two days. I wrote my normal Sunday essay and it said, we need to choose uh, reason over treason. And we can had come up with that with our, uh, to accompany a t-shirt to accompany this extinct elephant beer that we made. That's a beer for moderate conservatives. Like, where are you? Are you extinct? Are you going to stand up for our country? And so this guy, the former head of the Marathon County Republican Party, Kevin Hermaning, wrote this despicable email back. I don't even know he was on our email list. Like, why would you be on my email list if you're a big, <laughs> huge Republican? Not, like, he's Trump not a cult fan, guy. you're saying. Yeah. So he wrote this disgusting email and we just screenshotted it. And, you know, and I got, look, it got under my skin. It kind of irritated me. So, I was like, well, we're putting these signs up all over the wow counties, uh, the suburbs of Milwaukee, but 
what the heck? You're like, this guy just inspired me to say, if anybody wants to throw some money up to put a sign in Wausau where this guy lives, uh, he just inspired, you know, inspired me to, you know, change a little, make lemons out of lemonade or make lemonade out of lemons and, and change a little hate into love. And, and, so, and so you put that up and I just want to say, not, not that the guy needs more attention, but just so people understand that Kirk shared a post from Kevin Hermaning that said, quote, you are such a filthy piece of garbage. I'm glad I'm the leader of my local school board and not somebody like you. Well, he seems nice. Uh, not really. If you've heard him in past campaigns for office or past right-wing radio talk show appearances. No, not a nice guy. I mean, mm -hmm. he got his, uh, he, he rightfully got attention and gratitude for, for being one of the you yeah. know, hostages in Iran. That was a very, very long time ago. And you know, now he's spending his time writing stuff like that to you. So you posted that and you put up a, a little challenge to your readers. Yeah, but within, I was like, guys, this is kind of outside of where, where our strategy is, but within, if you guys can raise 2000 bucks, which is the cost of one of these digital billboards uh, by noon, uh, then I'm gonna just gonna put all that money towards putting up a sign in Wausau. And we raised it in about, holy cow, like about a half hour, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing so so like immediately because these are digital signs like you don't have to like paint you know paint them and like put them up like we just flipped a switch with the same company that we put this other sign up down in in milwaukee and it just went up and it's huge it's on like highway 51 and highway 29 and it's just <laughs> can just you just ginormous. imagine all of his friends and fellow republicans they see that and they're just like Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> like, thanks, Kevin. This is because of you, brother. Like, <laughs> you and just... look, let's, uh, as I've said before, advertising works or, or it wouldn't be done. You know, you wouldn't have Coke and Pepsi and everybody doing it. So people say they're not swayed by political ads. Advertising has an impact. And I, I firmly believe when people see it framed this way, reason versus treason mm -hmm. it's going to have an impact on people so you know you you've done good I'm, i know it was a little extra work for you yesterday but you you made it happen. well we were all in chicago we're doing tastings in chicago so i'm sitting here furiously well, like <laughs> and you did you got it hold, hold that thought we will be back with more after this you're up north Our new king of signs, Kirk Bankstead, is picking out music <laughs> as he often does on Wednesdays. Appreciate that. This was that, a good Dave. one. I didn't right. know it been remade. This is Tesla, you say? I don't even know. I mean, I just was like, I know the song. I know I want to play it. I know exactly what bit I want to play. I, did, I don't even know if it's the right band. Is it not well, the right I, band? I mean, I'm only familiar with the five-man electric band, but again, I'm, I'm It's a remake, now. but yeah. it's good okay. enough. All right. All right. Hey, works works for us. Well, so the reason I played that is that I wanted to say we put this sign up in Wausau, but the whole point of these uh, the motto "Choose uh, Reason Over Treason" uh, was to put in the most concentrated Republican areas of Wisconsin because the goal is, and we put it in red, not blue, because we wanted to reach reasonable 
conservatives who, and there's seemingly 30% of them that don't believe in the big lie that potentially have watched all these January 6 hearings. And, and, and I said, if, if we can just get a few of those folks to just this once, just this one election, even though we disagree with most of our policy, to, policy you know, positions, if they agree that we have to stand up for democracy, then, then maybe they can vote blue just this once. That's why we put them all in the wow counties, Washington, County, Ozaki County, Ozaki. Uh, Waukesha. And that brings us to uh, way closer to Senator Chris Larson, who uh, is a senator from uh, the Milwaukee area. Sorry, Senator, I don't know exactly where you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up north, brother. You're in. You're in. You represent Milwaukee proper, right, Senator? Sure. Yeah. Half this district is half Milwaukee, half South suburbs. But uh, gotcha. as the folks up, folks up north would call it, over in southeastern Wisconsin somewhere. Yeah, exactly. And you and if and you have been out in out in the western part of the state, uh, helping candidates who are running for office, and so you you were in. Uh, the District of State Senator Jeff Smith, your colleague from the Eau Claire area. Again, one of the truly competitive districts left in legislative races. And so you uh, you really have what Kirk is talking about. You've had some up-close contact with people who, you know, could go either way. They're, they know their vote could sway, you know, how a state Senate race goes. Uh, what was that like? What are you hearing out there? Yeah, uh, I mean, we had some. Uh, I was out on doors all day yesterday uh, with with Jeff Smith of them when he he took a break to go kick off early voting. So, if folks are listening and they're in Wisconsin, you can early vote all across the state right now. Contact your city clerk, um, head out there and and knock your vote out. I think uh, one of the biggest persuasion points about that. Uh oh, did we just lose this? Uh, I think the we senator. Him. We may have caught it. Uh, Once your mark voted, keeps it easy for you. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Chris, we lost you in a, in a dead spot there. Um, so, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm testing the uh, the limits of uh, of Wi-Fi <laughs> here on 94 um, out in western Wisconsin. Um, but yeah, doors. Uh, what what people are talking about out on doors uh, is, you know, uh, uh, frankly, they're getting overwhelmed by lots of of spending. Uh, and it's hard for them to, to distinguish what's true from what is fiction. Um, people are very concerned when you, when you remind them about the, the overreach uh, power grab um, with, that happens within the legislature. Of course, abortion is a top issue. Um, and in, in Jeff Smith's area, particularly, you have not one, but two, two candidates who are running uh, as Republicans who are at the January 6th insurrection. Um, so keeps it very clear for folks when you're talking to them about uh, what's uh, what's on the ballot and what's at risk this fall. So, Senator, I specifically uh, uh, called your office yesterday and, and tried to get you on the show because to me, um, the this election is probably the most important one of my life. Uh, we always say that every two or four years, but I really do think that's true this time because I think the democracy of Wisconsin and America are at stake in this election. Um, you know, I'm doing my best to put up signs to get people excited. But when I was thinking about the grassroots, uh, how to get people motivated to 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 march to the polls and mass. I start. I thought about, and I wasn't. I was living in New York at the time. I was. I mean, I was raised in Wisconsin, but I wasn't living here during the Act Ten years. Uh, and 
and and I was like, how do we get that back uh, for this election? Uh, because it was so even though we that we lost the battle, there's I mean, I've never seen or witnessed uh, something so electric in Wisconsin as the people protesting to stand up for uh you know, for state workers getting their uh, uh, collective bargaining rights or keeping holding on to them. So you're particularly, uh, you, you made some heroic moves uh, t 10, 12 years ago. Um, and, uh, and you actually led, you were the minor Senate minority leader uh, at the time, and you led all the other Democratic senators to Illinois so that the Republicans yeah, couldn't get a quorum. Yeah, talk about I that. Wasn't, I wasn't, no, I appreciate the, the, the promotion. I was not the leader yet. Um, I was actually just a brand new freshman senator, the only new uh, senator that came in that cycle. It was, it was Mark Miller who was the leader. Um, um, but having been the, the, the newest and the youngest at the time, I think I was, I was particularly um, knowledgeable uh, about social media and making sure that we got our, our message out when we were gone. So we were, so I was on the media a little bit more uh, than, than, than some of my other colleagues, but uh, we, were, we were a part of that. We were united in making sure that the people of the state and frankly across the country knew this attack on workers. And as, as, uh, as frustrating as it was that ultimately re Republicans finally gave up the, the, um, the veneer of legitimacy of saying they had to do this because of the budget, they finally removed it from uh, a finance bill and they just passed it of going after workers um, because they were sick of, of, of us being gone and protesters showing up. Um, but it, it basically ripped the mask off of them that they were just doing this for political purposes. And basically, it, I think that that, that uh, along with a lot of other uh, moments, but that one in particular, it shed light on the fact that Republicans were doing things just for power, for themselves, for wealthy interests, for corporations that had no benefit at all for workers, for teachers, or for their constituents, right? For their neighbors. This was not going to save them money. That's not what it was about. It was just about weakening their political opponents and, and increasing their chances of picking up seats. And that, unfortunately, has continued now for, for 12 years. And every step of the way, we've had uh, amazing grassroots response here in Wisconsin, but across the across the, uh, the country of people recognizing, look, this, this is not just politics as usual, uh, where one side says one thing on a policy, the other side says another thing on a policy. Uh, this is where one side has policies to tackle problems, and the other side just wants to smother out democracy and have power for themselves and make decision completely apart from political repercussions or completely apart from any uh, any uh, acknowledgement of the people or uh, granting of the power from the people. And, and that's, you're, I think you're right that this is, uh, democracy is on the ballot this cycle. Um, this, is, this is so important. And I think the, the only way to be able to make sure that people recognize that is to have conversations with them, right? I think uh, having, having this show, having people to, to, to realize this, but to, to recognize this for themselves and realize, look, uh, you know, the people who were part of the insurrection in January 6th in, in, in some cases are on the ballot themselves um, or, or they are actually supportive of that standpoint. And somebody who does not believe in democracy should not have a hand on the wheel in a democracy moving forward.
Boy, that's a quote right there. <laughs> like I'm keeping that in my heart. Senator Larson, this is Dr. Kristen Lyerly. I don't know that things have gotten, I know that things have gotten worse. I mean, the Republicans are so focused on their power and their control, and they are literally saying and doing anything they can to hold on to that. But you, as someone who is essentially in a safe seat in Milwaukee, are traveling all around the state to get the word out, to do a lot of grassroots organizing, to encourage people who are registered to actually go out and get the vote out. What are you seeing as you're traveling across the state? And what are some of those moments that are really giving you hope? Yeah, I think um, what's what's remarkable is as much as, um, as and, and it's, it's good to see you. I can see you. You can't see me because I'm driving here, but good to see you. Uh, and thank you for your work. Um, the, the exciting thing about it is as much as we are tapped into this and, and, you know, uh, realizing what's going on, um, what's, what's remarkable about going out and talking to people on doors is how much people are so living their day-to-day lives and dealing with the problems that have been tossed on top of them and, and don't necessarily like make the connection for why that is. Um, or seeing the, the, the line to follow of what they can do to actually change that for themselves or their families. And, and so being able to hear them, right, uh, hear what they're saying, and then also to be able to uh, talk them through about how things are the way that they are. And in many cases where, where people have, have not voted before, walking them through what it, the, you know, these, these tremendous hurdles that are purposely put into place to make it harder for them to vote, um, to be able to overcome those and to be able to recognize the power that they have uh, and in a lot of cases, people, people, it's addicting, right, of, of recognizing, okay, I voted, what else can I do, um, of how to be able to spread democracy and, and encourage other people to, uh, to wake up to what's going on. Um, that, that is a particular interest, because there's, there's a, a few topics, right, if you hit on uh, the purposeful defunding of public education. Um, I, I sit on the education committee with Jeff Smith, and so that one is important to both of us. But there's been a deliberate defunding of schools, attacking of teachers, um, because they don't believe in public institutions. And if you want to have a future kids, it's not a choice right now between, you know, Tony Evers, it's not a choice between people who have different ideas of how to fund schools and what they want to do. You have Tim Michaels is, is running for governor on a platform of saying it would be uh, insanity to, to, to put more money into public schools, right? And does not believe uh, that kids deserve access to a quality education. That, that wakes them up. You know, that is, this is a, it's a clear contrast. It's not even close. Well, it gets to the uh, topic that we discussed earlier in the show about as passionate as we are about the threats to democracy and about, you know, process voters ultimately vote with, you know, their pocketbooks and what is affecting them. And so when, when you're talking about uh, talking to voters about, defunding their public schools, you know, that again, takes the, the political realm and turns it into something very personal for them. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's the important piece, right? Is rec- you have to hear people where they are because otherwise politics is like watching a, you know, it's like watching a football game where you can, you can, you can cheer from the sidelines, but as much as we tell, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he needs to try and get a fourth, uh, get a, a third down conversion. He's not really listening to us. Um, in this, you can actually jump on the field and say, you know what, they might not be listening to me. And this is, this is affecting my life. You can actually vote. Uh, you can actually encourage a candidate. You can actually get out there and run for yourself, right? Which is 
which is huge, which is where a lot of these candidates who stepped out knowing the uphill climb of gerrymandering, but also recognizing how important it is, right? Um, you know, one, one person in particular, Luann Bird, who is running in the suburbs of Milwaukee, uh, yeah. and this oh, is a district so that great. people have excluded. Yeah, and just ruthless enthusiasm and optimism, right? And she is oh. just knocking on doors and knocking down walls. She uh, is. Those she are the is people who are empowering. An, yeah. She is an indefatigable ball of energy. And uh, <laughs> so we, we obviously are watching that very carefully. We are talking to Senator Chris Larson. We're going to take our break here, come back, talk more with the senator, and also talk about a big rally for reproductive freedom taking place tomorrow. That's all after this. You're up north. Let me die. I'm leaving on a jet plane. I don't know. I am joined as always on Wednesdays at this hour by Kirk Bankstead of the Monaco Brewing Company Super PAC and Dr. Kristen Lyerly. And our guest this hour is State Senator Chris Larson, who has uh, been a busy person helping out uh, campaigns. There are also events that need to be attended. Uh, we are going to talk during this segment about an early vote rally. Uh, starting at 3.30 this afternoon down at UW-Madison. And then later we'll get to one that you can join nurses and healthcare workers tomorrow, also in Madison, at the Our Action for Reproductive Freedom. So there's there's no shortage of things to do because there's also all the knocking on doors that we talked to uh, with Robert Craig from Citizen Action uh, in our last hour. This is just a an extremely busy time of year, Senator, and we wouldn't say that if we didn't think that there was still ample time to reach people and let them know how much their vote is valued. Yeah, very much so. As much as, you know, um, folks who are, who are tuning in and watching this uh, or listening, it's, it is, there are so many people who are just busy living their lives and politics is just something in the corner of their eye. They don't realize how much it affects them. Um, you know, and, and we, we kind of started, I know that Kirk, Kirk invited me talking about, you know, any, any possible insights into, into produce activists and get people going. And, and the, the real thing is just to do what you can, where you are with what you've got, right? And if that is just texting your friends and family, if that is just, you know, nudging friends on Facebook, but, but doing it as personal as you can, uh, especially given that there's going to be giving room for feedback to hear people out. Right. That that is going to have a huge impact because people some, so many people think, oh, yeah, this is, you know, it's it's like uh, how, how Kanye got his Adidas contract canceled. Right. It's just something that happens, um, you know, that you can do something on Twitter. But this is, you know, people don't realize you have to actually go register and vote. There are hurdles up uh, to walk them through that uh, and that you actually have to go out and vote and you have to get other people to go do it if you're going to have a change because otherwise it's not going to. Uh, it, it's not going to happen on its own. We have to do it ourselves. But Senator, I want a magic bullet. I want to be able to come up with the motto that everybody sees on a billboard and just like says, oh, yes, <laughs> that's right. Didn't you just we do that? to stand up for our I, country. I, like, think, <laughs> I think we've got our moment of self-aggrandizement for the day. Maybe. <laughs> You're probably right. But I, but I just want it to be easier because I can't understand how so many people in Wisconsin like can't 
recognize that we've had all these January 6 hearings. We've had people yeah. that have went to the January 6 insurrection uh, that are running for office. If they get into office, they're going to vote for laws that take that ignore the will of their neighbors and, and Wisconsinites. Like, isn't there there's no magic bullet? <laughs> You're telling me yeah. there's not, but there's no magic so, bullet yeah. to just wake them up and shake them to stop being part of this cult is what I think, you know? Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to suspend your search for the Holy Grail uh, prematurely. Kurt. You, should, you should keep looking, but I, I mean, the, the, you know, it, not to be cheesy and and you know, rip off a, a chicken chicken for the liberal soul, but that the answer lies within, right? Is for each person, you have to you have to reach them where they are and recognize what what turmoil they're going through in life. And then be able to walk them through and have that 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 piece of self discovery. Because as much as you know, as much as January six is, is is it is a punch to the to democracy, and it is it, these guys have not largely not been held accountable. Um, but most people don't realize that because they haven't felt the repercussions of it. And if if these folks get into office or stay into office, then you're right, it's it's too late. Um, but the only way that they realize that is, is just getting them talked through. So I, you know, Hey man, my, 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 uh, my bump, I'm sure you guys have the same thing where your bumper is, is covered with stickers and my gosh, if that was, was, was changing minds and just my driving here would, would make the difference. But it's, uh, it's the old person to person conversations. It's, it's going to do it. Um, billboards help though, for sure. Um, but, but having those conversations to say, Hey, what this, this is what this actually means. And, and conversations that get back to something that Robert Craig and I talked about last hour and that I heard Dan Pfeiffer talking about recently, president Obama's, uh, for, uh, former communications director. And that is uh, again, what are you doing for me? Uh, whether it's yep. pocketbook issues, kitchen table issues. It's not that they don't care, but they're part of their tuning out the dangers to democracy is a feeling that democracy isn't delivering for them, that, yeah. that something's not happening for them. So it's really incumbent. And, and I'm guessing you're a pro at this, uh, knowing you as long as I have of taking any of these conversations back to Here's what we have proposed. Here's what Jeff Smith has proposed. Here's what Governor yeah. Evers wants to do. And by the way, you know, if you vote, you kind of keep democracy going as well. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, there is, you know, let's let's look at one of the biggest issues that's facing the electorate this time. And that is, you know, the suspension of, 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 of women as being equals in our society because their reproductive freedom was just ripped up. Right. Um, and when Tony Evers came out and said, look, we're going to put it to a referendum. Um, and this is something where it's two thirds, right? Two thirds of the state. Uh, and that's not just Democrats. That's across the board. Democrats, independents, Republicans um, believe that abortion should be uh, legal. And uh, when this came up for, for a vote, the, the conversation never happened, that they came in from vacation, a taxpayer funded 10 month vacation and came in for less than 20 seconds each in the chamber. And you tell people that and they're like, that, that doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound like that's, that's something that could actually happen. Um, but if they, if you, if you let people know that and say, look, don't believe me and just check, check the news, you can see this for yourself, that they do not believe this, that there should be exemptions for, uh, that they believe that, that this should be illegal and no exemptions for rape or incest and are refusing to talk about it. And the only way to send that message, there will be no referendum on the ballot with that specifically listed. 
the referendum is voting those people out who refuse to listen, who refuse to do work. Um, and you have to you, you have to let people know that. Otherwise, they, they, they think that until uh, they, they try and figure out how to access this for themselves uh, and they find out that, that there's that the, the closest clinic is somewhere in another state, they realize, wait a minute, it might be it might have been too late. You're so right. And as an abortion provider, or at least up until June 24th, I was an abortion provider here in Wisconsin. I can tell you that I had a lot of these conversations and Republicans, Democrats and independents are all in that population that includes one in four women in this country who will have an abortion in their lifetime. So this does not affect a small or particular percentage of the population, it ends up affecting all of us. Healthcare providers being criminalized for providing the standard of care takes away providers who work in rural communities, not just OBGYNs, but family medicine docs and lots of other folks. It, it is really going to have a profound impact on all of us, which brings me back to something that Pat said earlier. What is our democracy doing for me? And you're right. People do want to know that. But I think, and Senator Larson, you're good at this. You find out what people care about and you turn the conversation to help them understand how their vote and how politics is personally affecting them and how they can be better represented. Tell us more about that. Yeah. I mean, I think it, it's, it's, you always have to have a, you always, I appreciate the compliments. I don't, I don't deserve them, but because a lot of it is, it's just common sense and you just have to come at it with the sense of not thinking you know all the answers, but like having the awe of, of actually hearing people of where they're coming from. And then, you know, you don't have to have all the answers. And I used to think that as a, when I first started in, in knocking on doors as an activist that you had to, you had to know every policy and memorize the budget. Uh, but as long as you, ha if you have some humbleness and recognize, well, I, I, I might not know all the answers, but I can walk through with you. Um, you know, there was somebody yesterday who had dropped, I was, I was talking to, was registering, I was walking through um, a trailer park, and uh, there were so many people who were out that, I, that I, I, I did what organizers are not supposed to do, which is I abandoned my, uh, I abandoned my script and I abandoned the list of the people I was supposed to talk to because there's so many people who are out enjoying the, the good weather. Um, and I, I ran into somebody who um, had not voted, had not registered, he was in college, um, and was just, he was trying to figure out how to, how he was going to be able to, to, to pay for it, uh, and was trying to figure out, and, and, you know, he had bought into a little bit of the politics of resentment of, oh, these, some of these kids, you know, are getting their, their loans forgiven and recognizing like, look, that's, there is, uh, this is something that will be passed on to you of making sure that you getting a better opportunity for yourself shouldn't cost you your future, um, of, of being able to own a home or to be able to buy a car or be able to start a family, which is unfortunately the case for too many people of that generation who are 19, 20 or in their 20s. Um, and then connecting it and realize, you know, recognizing that this is not the difference between there's, there's two parties who have vastly different ideas. Well, one party and their mechanism is trying to sue to stop um, minor relief you know, where this is going to, it's going to extinguish it for 20 million Americans is $10,000. But for many more, that is, that is just being able to make up part of that difference. Mm -hmm. um, there's one party that wants to see that through and one that is suing and taking it to the U.S. Supreme Court to just try and stop that, right? And, and getting somebody to realize that and saying, look, this is, this is something you need to vote on. It's not just going to happen without you. 
Okay, so I wanted to follow up because Pat announced it right in the beginning of this segment. But um, we, uh, this is this show is all about uh, lighting a spark uh, and trying to get people to uh, really get excited about this election and get people to vote. And so I just wanted to re- remind everybody that we have there's a huge rally happening uh, today with uh, Senator Elizabeth Warren, uh, Tammy Baldwin, uh, Evers, Call, you know. Uh, Fran, uh, you know the the poke, uh, representative Pocan, Congressman Pocan. Yeah. It's at three thirty today, uh, and I think you got to go to the Democratic Party website to sign up for that or RSVP for that. But that's 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 a thing to cause excitement. Kristen, aren't, you're you're talking at this thing tomorrow. Tell us a little about what's going on there. Yeah, so we're going to meet at noon at the Capitol over by the Old Fashioned, and it is a giant group of healthcare providers led by the nurses. I always love hanging out with my colleagues, the nurses. So we're going to talk about reproductive rights and we're going to march over to the Republican office and just kind of let them know that we need business. And then Senator Larson, what's going on with uh, former President Obama in Milwaukee? Yeah, this, there's a there's this young political upstart named Barack Obama. Who's coming to town. <laughs> <laughs> that, that young man's got a future, I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you may not have heard of him. I think he's got, I think he's got a future in the party. Um, <laughs> if you, if, if you want to see him, um, there is just the one. Yes, you have to go to the Democratic Party website. Doors open at twelve forty-five, um, which I encourage. Or, or shuttle starts at twelve forty-five. Doors open at one o'clock at um, Bradley Tech in Milwaukee, um, and then the speaking starts at three thirty. If people are interested, there's. <laughs> There's, there's, I, I recognize there might be more than a few people who, who are interested in coming to this. So making sure you give yourself time to get there. And it's not just you standing around. There's usually, this is a chance to actually like, it's, it's, a, it's a big group therapy session. We're able to talk to other people who are out there uh, and hearing what's going on in other parts of the, uh, the community. So, uh, and then being able to get to hear from Barack Obama. So, so Senator Larson, these rallies are all happening, you know, to kind of wind out and start, where, you know, end up where we started. You did this 12 years ago in Act 10. Do you think it was just a group therapy session or do you think getting together with other people and just being able to just kind of let your anger out in a positive way in protest, does that does that catch fire for other people who aren't at those rallies uh, through the news or or, you know, people coming back from a rally all energized? I mean, what can that do uh, for this election on November 8th? Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's I think it's huge, and I think there's a, there's a lot to it, right? Um, and I think if, if if we can translate that 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 anger, that frustration, or you know that that in some cases that overwhelming anxiety um, into action, into doing something, and uh, realizing this isn't you know I, I hate to return to the analogy, this isn't watching you know uh, the, the Packers where you just feel helpless, <laughs> wondering what the heck is going on. Um, but this is something where you can actually take part and have an impact on the outcome. And that I feel like is, is the great part of progressive organizing is that this is not a, a, uh, just a, a very exclusive club of people that you can produce the power yourself by just getting out there and talking to people. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's of course campaigns all over the place that you can be a part of, but just doing it, you know, recognizing yeah. you're not going to know everything, but, but get behind a local candidate, get behind a major candidate and, and do what you can and, and translate that power into, uh, into change. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Senator Chris Larson. Thanks so much. Uh, safe travels. Talk to you again soon. Thank you so much. Keep up the good work guys. 
All right. We'll be back to wrap up this hour's conversation next. You're up north. Let's take a pebble and cast it to the sea. Then watch the ripples that unfold into me. My wow. face. <laughs> Come for the music. Stay for the interpretive dance. If you're watching Kirk and Kristen do uh, what could only be called dry synchronized swimming uh, in, the, in the zoom boxes here we'll get to why uh, just take a pebble was the song in just a minute but again just one more time to talk about the two different rallies that are going on the one today is at the uw madison campus at 3 30 that's the one with massachusetts senator elizabeth warren wisconsin senator tammy baldwin governor evers attorney general call uh and more so again that that's something you would register for at wisdoms.org, which is the Wisconsin State Party website. And then tomorrow's is near the Capitol uh, by the old-fashioned uh, restaurant there at the Capitol Square. And uh, that starts at noon tomorrow. And uh, again, now this one's through SEIU. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the if you sign up at through the wisdoms.org or not. Uh, I got it through their mobilized website. So you might have to do a little digging around, but it's definitely worth your while to hear Kristen speak uh, at this event tomorrow. And then next week, I think, since we didn't have time today, remember last week we talked about Kristen being a mascot all through college and Uh-oh. stories about that. We just learned over this break that Kirk Bankstead was a camp counselor. So <laughs> we are, we are going to hop in the Wayback machine next week and explore that more in depth, but uh-huh. let's turn, let's turn to uh, Kirk and Kristen's closing sermon in, instead, which takes us back to our song about pebbles. Set us up, Kirk. So this, uh, I talked to Kristen and I, I want, I want her to read this kind of short passage because her, her voice is much more comforting than mine. And it's a Amen. very comforting passage. <laughs> <laughs> says the opera singer but uh but i i this back in the day you know when we tried to teach leadership skills to uh, kids in uh, junior high and high school i uh you know we always would uh, read this little passage called drop a pebble in the water and it and i thought it was perfect for this show because it it talks about how one person can make a big difference if they just uh, drop a pebble in the water and see the ripples uh, kind of flow to everyone else. Spoiler so, alert. Don't give it away. Kristen, <laughs> give, give it to us. Lay it out for us. <clears throat> All right. Drop a pebble in the water. Just a splash and it is gone. But there's half a hundred ripples circling on and on. Spreading, spreading from the center, flowing on out to the sea. And there is no way of telling where the end is going to be. Drop a pebble in the water. In a minute, you forget. But there's little waves a-flowing. And there's ripples circling yet. And those little waves a-flowing to a great big wave have grown. You've disturbed a mighty river just by dropping in a stone. You're disturbing a mighty river, Kirk! (laughs) Uh, you, one person, you know, I understand what Senator Larson is saying and, uh, one, and it it works in every single kind of context. 
one person knocks on a door, they change one person's mind. Biden won by 20,000 votes uh, two years ago out of 5 million people in Wisconsin. Uh, you make one phone call, you talk to your neighbor, uh, you, you go to a rally and you get excited and you bring that home and, and, and you, you just have that extra energy of love and kindness that might change somebody who might have voted uh, Republican before, but seeing that hate and seeing that anger and doesn't want to be a part of that anymore. And I, you know, I, you know, this is, it gets down to just your soul at some point and just trying to just impart goodness <laughs> on your neighbor, you know, and I'm trying to do that. But so I'm, I'm hoping that everybody in Wisconsin that cares uh, can be that pebble that, you know, causes a wave, a blue wave in Wisconsin in a couple of weeks. I don't know that I'd refer to Kristen as a pebble. She is making so many appearances and doing so many things. She's more like buckshot. I mean, she's just, <laughs> she's dropping so many things in the water at once here. And thankfully so. I mean, whatever it takes, you know, like every conversation you have is an opportunity to listen, to hear, to understand what other people are dealing with. I'm not a firefighter. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a stay-at-home mom, but all of these people are in my world and they're all worried about different things. So to be able to hear them and acknowledge what they're going through and to say to them, we can do better, but we have to do it together and inspire them to then pass it along to other people. This is all about group effort. It's all about the team. And that's what we're doing today. Let's and that we really uh, are creating a, a more of a ripple with our closing note, which is a special announcement that we are increasing the reach of our messaging up north by moving this show to six to eight in the morning, starting Monday on radio stations all up and down the civic media network across the state. But that also means that since there's no way I'm going to get Kirk Bankstead to wake up at 6 a.m., <laughs> Kirk and Kristen are returning to the weekly Wednesday 7 p.m. slot as well, which was started simply to create a platform like this. Well, now this platform is going statewide in the early mornings, but you're going to maintain the weekly one at night. And uh, Kirk, it's, it's basically, it's like, it sounds like the, the, you know, a breakup. It's not, it's like, here we go. We're doubling in size here in yeah. terms of what we're doing with the reach that we're providing. And, and buddy, I'm, I'm, I was happy to help on Wednesday nights, but boy, if you ain't ready to get out of the nest at this point and fly, I yeah. don't know when you will, you, you yeah. magnificent bird, you oh. <laughs> No, Pat, you're a, uh, you know, we started this thing maybe now two years ago. Uh, now you're statewide in the mornings and this uh, show is going to be statewide one one night a week. We were never statewide. Uh, Civic Media has done amazing things. They've got like nine stations now. Uh, I'm excited. We might see a little less of each other, but I'm sure we're going to see plenty of each other uh, if I can keep you up at night, if you're going to be waking up at like five in the morning. But I'm going to I'm going to see more. I'm sure we're not going to it's not going to be the end of us being. Together. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> far, far from it. Like I said, it's going to be a doubling up where I'm going to tape segments with you. You guys are going to tape segments with me. In fact, I'm taping a segment with Kristen coming up a bit here with uh, another story that's in the news. So it's going to be really fun, Kirk, to watch you and me continue to fight over Kristen. And this time we each have <laughs> respective platforms oh, to do it. And somewhere in there, uh, between that and all the uh, appearances and such, she might actually get some work done along the way too. But... <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, we're we uh we're raking in the cash doing all this stuff on the radio. Yeah, right. That's it. We do it for love. We do Boy, it do for we love. Ever, you do it for love and a free breakfast once in Chippewa Falls. That's really you know, that's, that's all all we had to offer you. So and a Wednesday again, night beer. Oh, now <laughs> now we get to drink again for uh-huh. you know because it's a it's 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 time appropriate to have a that's beer at seven o'clock. That's true. That was really frowned upon at ten o'clock in the morning at least publicly <laughs> wink so kurt Kristen, thanks so much and uh we'll talk to you in some way shape or form in two different times next week that'll Mwah. be fun Mwah. all right gang you can follow me on facebook search for pat kreitlow up north on twitter and instagram pat kreitlow follow our work at our website upnorthnewswi.com or on social media upnorthnewswi and then join me back here tomorrow morning at eight for just a couple more days before the big move have a great day everyone Watch this.